Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Consciously Blooming with myself, Natalie Green. Today's episode is about how to be optimistic, and I really just wanted to go into how being optimistic is good for you, why you should be optimistic, and some ways that you can honestly pursue being more optimistic in your daily life. I know it's not natural. It doesn't usually come that easily for all of us. So it is a practice and I think it is something we should all be cultivating in our lives. So I wanted to give you some tips and tricks on how to do that. Now, before I get to the main topic of today's episode, I do want to go into the what I'm into and what I've been up to segment. So for starters, what I'm into. Sadly, this is not sponsored, but I have been loving my Lululemon workout pants. I think they're the Wonder leggings, and this is my second pair I've ever purchased. I had my first pair since five years ago, and I wore them almost every other day to work out in, and I'm obsessed with them. They're the best workout leggings ever, and so I finally splurged and bought another pair, and I love them, and they make working out fun. Not even kidding. So... I'm very much into those and they're navy, which is fun because they're not black and everything I buy is always black. So going out of my comfort zone and getting navy, I know, not too crazy, is still fun and I love it. So that's what I'm into. And what I've been up to is I've been really keeping up with my daily journaling and that's something I'm very proud of myself for because I have three journals. I have three journals to choose from. One's just like my little prompts that I've gotten off of Pinterest and everything like self-growth and self-reflection. My other journals just journaling whatever happened in the weekend or the week or like my thoughts and feelings and just fun stuff like that, just kind of like a recap. And then my other one is tracking my spirituality and my growth there and any questions or realizations I've had there. So I have three journals to choose from to write in every day. So I'm really proud of myself to have kept up with journaling at least one of them every day, I think almost every day, if not every day in 2023. So that's what I've been up to. Now to go into today's main topic, again, how to be more optimistic. There are so many factors that impact how naturally optimistic we might be genes play a role, how your parents raise you, and maybe even how optimistic your parents are. That really plays a role in how naturally optimistic you might be. But again, it is something that you can nurture and grow within yourself. And I think it's so important to do so. I would say that both of my parents are rather optimistic and I just happen to be a little bit more pessimistic. Things just kind of worked out that way, but I have been working and nurturing my optimistic viewpoints so much in the last few years, and it has had a huge impact on my overall mental health and just happiness. I really try to reframe situations in my mind that have just it's just completely benefited me and honestly made the outcome so much better than what I would have expected. Kind of ties in that lucky girl syndrome. And um, I'll go a little bit more into that if if you're not familiar with it. But again, it's been such a blessing in my life to be nurturing that optimistic side of myself that I want to be bigger. I want it to be the main way that I view life, really. 
I'd like to first give you the definition of optimism. You might not have heard it because obviously we don't all just look up definitions in a dictionary, but the definition for optimism is hopefulness and confidence about the future or the successful outcome of something. But the second definition I think is so applicable really to adding optimism in your daily life. And that is the doctrine that this world is the best of all possible worlds. You may or may not buy into alternate realities and that kind of theory, but it's kind of a viewpoint of this timeline, the chances of you being born in this moment, in this world, with your parents, with your family, in the state, country you live in, with your friends, etc. This is the best possible outcome that could have ever happened. So I think that's a really fun definition, but the antonym pessimism is defined as an inclination to emphasize adverse aspects, conditions, and possibilities, or to expect the worst possible outcome. And the second definition is the doctrine that evil overbalances happiness in life. Now, if that doesn't make you want to be more of an optimist than a pessimist, I don't know what would. I feel like thinking that evil overbalances happiness in life would be the worst existence ever. That'd be so sad to just go through your daily life and think, ugh, things just honestly suck. And there's so many bad things in the world. There's more bad things than good things. And I would not want to go about my life like that. But sometimes you can get trapped in that headspace or like I said, be more naturally inclined to be in that headspace. And that's why nurturing your optimistic viewpoints and just your outlook on life to be more optimistic can have such a huge impact on how you view everything and how you just interact with the world. So that being said, several benefits of being optimistic are that studies have shown that optimists tend to maintain better health than pessimists, especially when fighting off infectious diseases and cancer. That totally makes sense because if you have ever known anyone during cancer treatments or having to go through that horrible process of fighting that horrible disease, you know that optimism definitely plays a huge part in how the whole situation goes. I mean, of course, at the end of the day, it is absolutely horrific and it has hurt so many people, but optimism really helps give people that strength to continue going through that process. And I think that speaks volumes about the power of optimism. Being optimistic also, it helps you release higher energy vibrations out into the world. And personally, I do buy into that everything, all of our emotions, everything that we emit has vibrations. And of course, if you're being more optimistic and happier, you are emitting higher vibrations and you're more in tune with the universe, which of course is something that we always want to be in. So that is a really fun one if you also buy into the vibrational kind of theories. Um, But if not, you can skip that. (laughs) It's totally up to you. And then another optimistic benefit is that You are more likely to be persistent and therefore you typically achieve more, which totally makes sense. If you think that you are going to succeed at something and you think it's all going to work out, then you're going to work harder for it. And even if it doesn't work out, you think, oh, well, it just didn't work out this time, but it'll work out next time. So you keep going for what you wanted. So you're going to achieve more. Lastly, it gives you less stress. So it's obviously good for your health. It's good for your mental health because you're not stressed out about what's going to go wrong. You know, you're thinking about what's going to go right. 
Now we jump in to the work, which is honestly kind of the fun part. And these are ways to make yourself more optimistic. And this all comes down to switching your mindset, really. I want that to be the overarching idea of all of this, is you're switching your mindset to see the situation differently and see it in a more positive light, you know? So the first thing I'll say is that you have to feel that good things will happen in the future. If you have a manifestation practice, if you say your affirmations and you understand how this works, but essentially if you expect and want good things to happen in your future, you need to believe that they're going to happen. And if they, if you don't think that they're going to happen, obviously they're not going to happen because you're not going to put in the effort. You're not going to be making those moves that you need to be doing in order for them to happen, etc. So whether or not you believe in manifestation, regardless, you need to believe that good things are going to be happening to you. Otherwise they won't. There's no reason for them to. The universe always wants good things to happen to you, but if you believe that those good things are not coming, then they're not going to come because again, you're not going to put in the work. You're not going to be making those decisions, taking those actions to help those good outcomes take place. And so they just won't happen. Jumping off of that is that you expect things will work out for the best. Now, I truly am holding on to this one, and that is one of my affirmations, is that everything works out better than I could have ever imagined. So even if something doesn't go how I wanted it to or expected it to, it still is working out in the way that the universe planned it and in a way that is going to benefit me more than I could have ever expected in some way, shape, or form, even if it's not the way that I wanted it to or expected it to. And sometimes there are situations where it's hard to say, oh yeah, everything works out for the best. You know, it all works out how it's supposed to. At least accept that things will work out how they were meant to in the end. Some, like I said, some way, shape or form you grew as a person due to those circumstances and what happened and the outcome of those circumstances, even if it wasn't the outcome that you were looking for. Luckily, all of these tips kind of jump off one another. So that brings us to challenges and obstacles are just opportunities to learn and grow. I mentioned this in the previous podcast, Working Mindfulness into Your 9 to 5. I think that was podcast number two. And it's just really knowing that if something is not easy. Anything worth doing is not easy, right? So seeing those challenges and obstacles as opportunities to grow and learn is such a more optimistic view. And again, it will help you reach those goals that you are reaching for and the goals that you're looking for, you know, it'll help you gain those outcomes that you're wanting because you're going to see those obstacles to getting what you want as opportunities to learn and grow as opposed to, oh, I have to do this. That's terrible, but I just really want XYZ. I want to do it the easy way. No, like I said, nothing that is worth doing is ever easy. So then you need to accept the mistakes you have made, but do not dwell on them. I touched on this on episode two also, mindfulness in your nine to five, and not everything goes as planned. You might've slipped up, you might've messed up, and you need to accept this reality and move on. There's no reason to dwell on the past. That is negative thoughts, negative energy, negative vibes that you do not need. You just need to keep pushing forward and be optimistic about the future that those setbacks won't happen again. That was an opportunity to learn and grow, and so you will not make the same mistake twice. 
The next tip is to take a moment each day to really embrace and digest all of the good things in your life. I do this every night because I know some people have a gratitude journal that they do in the morning and you totally can do that too if that is how you operate. But I like to kind of evaluate the whole day and think about all of the different opportunities that I have just to be grateful for things. Like in work, I can think about how awesome my coworkers are, how awesome my bosses or my company, everything. And even when it comes down to like, oh, I'm so grateful for the salad I had today. It was awesome. Or the Pilates classes I go to. I'm so grateful for the instructor and the fact that I can walk there and the fact that I can move my body and just so many things to be grateful, even small things in our lives to be grateful for. And honestly, I feel almost like a wave of emotion or something, just good vibrations, honestly, just going through my body, my entire body, when I'm thinking about how grateful I am, it almost gives me like goosebumps, which sounds so strange, but I swear it feels so good. And it's so relaxing. Like I swear thinking and being grateful before I go to bed relaxes me so much. And it really helps me just again, be grateful. And I think that everyone should have a gratitude practice or a gratitude moment each day where you just kind of go through and just take account of all the small and big things in your life that you have to be grateful for. Because I promise no matter what, there is always something to be grateful for in your life. Always. Even if it's just the fact that you got to wake up today. Even if it's just the fact that you loved your breakfast, even if it's just the fact that you're glad you have hands or legs or feet or anything, there are so many things to be grateful for in your life and you should take a moment each day to just be grateful for them and thank the universe or thank whoever you believe in or even if you don't believe in anything, just be grateful. It's good for you. And taking that moment to be grateful goes hand in hand with practicing mindfulness Being present in the moment will keep you from worrying about future problems that you can't control or things in the past that you can't change. You are accepting the present moment as it is, so there's no way to have negative emotions about what you cannot change overall. You are focused solely on the present moment, so you might as well just assume that the future is going to be positive. There's no reason to assume it's going to be negative if you're just focused on the present moment and knowing that you can't control it. Another way to cultivate your positivity is to limit your exposure to negative people or try and help them realize their negativity so that they can address it themselves. If there's someone in your life that you notice every time you try and help them or something and try and flip the situation to be in a more positive light, if they're just really down and you're just trying to be helpful and they always have something negative to just turn around and say, oh, well, it's just not going to work out. Oh, it's just like the worst. It's always the worst X, Y, Z. Maybe say, hey, I noticed that whenever I try to make positive suggestions, you always come back with a negative response and kind of seem like you don't want my help. So maybe it's just best if I don't try to help you. And that could be a really hard conversation to say if it's someone you're close to, even if it's not. It's a tough thing to say to someone. And honestly, it's a tough thing to hear because they might not realize that they're doing that. And it can be kind of a shock for them and it could be a sore spot, but I think it's something necessary, especially when cultivating your own positivity because negative vibrations really do impact you more than you realize. 
And just going back to what I said about using social media in a positive light, it's similar to that. You know, you're cleaning up your feed that is giving you those negative emotions and those pessimistic outviews. And you're doing the same thing with people if you have to. You want to be more optimistic, right? So you don't want to be absorbing all that pessimistic energy and it'll impact your thoughts and the way you think and handle situations as well. So I think you should clean up both your social network of people and your social media feed to have more positive vibrations. And, you know, maybe, again, you don't have to cut off people with negative thinking and pessimistic thinking. Maybe just suggest to them that they try to have a more positive outlook, a more optimistic outlook and hey send this podcast episode their way there's plenty of tips to cultivate your optimistic outlook and lastly is to practice hearing the negative thoughts that come into your mind and address them and then change your inner dialogue for something more positive Now, this will definitely not happen overnight. This is something I have been practicing every day for several years, and it really has changed my life. But again, it doesn't happen overnight. One example was when my boyfriend and I studied abroad in South Korea. And the first day we got there, we got off the plane. It was pouring rain. We had our massive suitcases. We do not speak any Korean and we were completely lost, and the university was closed, so we didn't even have anywhere to stay that night. We were wandering around the streets of Seoul with, again, with our giant suitcases, having no idea where we were, not able to communicate with anyone, which that's kind of on us. We knew we didn't speak Korean when we went there, and that's no one there's fault, of course. But we were so lost, and it was pouring rain on us, and we didn't know what to do. We had nowhere to stay. It was so stressful. But instead of getting extremely overwhelmed and just having a horrible outlook on it and thinking, wow, this is the first day here, it's only going to get worse. This whole thing's going to be terrible. This is a bad omen. And just being pessimistic about all of it, we thought it was really funny. We thought it was hilarious, and we knew it would be a crazy memory and a really funny story looking back on. And I think that's a huge factor of cultivating that optimistic outlook is that it can take those terrible situations that are just not fun and make them funny. Honestly, it can make them funny. Not everything, of course, but situations that are just not pleasant like that. You just know that it's it's temporary. You accept the moment for what it is and you know that it's passing and it's just temporary. So I think that that was a good time to really evaluate that inner dialogue changing and that shift for me because it really worked out. It did work out. We did get a hotel room and it was so cute and it was so fun to explore Seoul the next day. And yeah, it was honestly a great start (laughs) to the trip. But like I said, switching that inner dialogue is so important and it really goes hand in hand with how you talk to yourself. And I will have another episode on that because I think it's so important how you talk to yourself impacts you every single day of your life because you will never be apart from yourself. That is the one person that you will always be with. You should be kind to yourself every day. But if you catch yourself thinking pessimistically, acknowledge it understand yourself for that thought but then switch it switch it into something more positive like oh i hate having to do this at work i hate this task it's so boring it's so hard this is not fun maybe think instead okay this is a challenge my boss thought i was 
prepared enough for it. That means they have confidence in my abilities. I should have confidence in my abilities. I do have confidence in my abilities and I can get this task done. And if I don't, it is an opportunity for me to reach out to someone else for help. So not only am I connecting with someone else, I am learning from someone else and it is just a great opportunity for growth. And sometimes when you might catch yourself spiraling or creating some kind of narrative about maybe something you saw on the news that you're just thinking, wow, the world is a terrible place. It's just never going to get better. Just take a moment to realize, yes, there's a lot of bad in the world. There's so much, there's so many terrible things going on, but focusing on that changes nothing. It really changes nothing. If you think about the greatest speakers in the world and the people who are really effective advocates, they are so optimistic about their work and how it's changing the world and what it's doing. They're not pessimistic. They're such huge optimists. So maybe take that outlook as well, but also know that there's only so much you can control, right? And you have such a finite amount of time on this planet and you don't want to spend it being sad and negative about what you're seeing. You want to take a moment to appreciate the beautiful and all of the good in the world. And every time you see yourself spiraling, maybe Google, I think there's a a news show or a newspaper that only publishes the good things that are going on in the world. Obviously, you need to educate yourself outside of only the good things, but If you catch yourself spiraling, maybe just take a minute to look at that, to really just focus on all the good things that are happening in the world. Because I promise there are so many wonderful things happening that we don't even know about because we're too busy focused on the negative. I mean, that's what sells. That's what makes the news, right? So there's just some food for thought on that. So to finish up for today, like I said, you might not naturally be optimistic, but I think it's a practice and something that we should all nurture to have a better existence, honestly, to just have a better enjoyment of our lives. And I don't think it's too hard to do. And I gave you some tips and tricks that I hope you'll implement and tell me how it goes. Please leave a comment, please like, subscribe, and leave a rating for the show. I would love to know what you think. And again, give the socials a follow if you would like. That is Consciously Blooming NG on Instagram and Consciously Blooming with Natalie Green on Facebook. I will leave you today with a quote from Roy T. Bennett. And he says, believe in yourself. You are braver than you think, more talented than you know, and capable of more than you imagine. Now with that, I will see you next week. I hope you have a wonderful week. Thank you for listening to the episode and keep consciously blooming into your best self.